As witnesses, James Towers, Johann Henrik Dietrichs, Thomas Dipnell, Frederick Wilm Larsen. In the year 1768, on the 22nd of February, the probate court administered by me, James Towers, as acting administrator of estates, and by me, Johann Henrik Dietrichs, duly appointed by the king as town and probate court recorder in the Christianstead jurisdiction on the island of St. Croix in America, met in Thomas Dipnell's house here in town, where on the 19th of this month Madame Rachel Lewine died, and whose effects were forthwith sealed up, in order now to take an inventory of them for subsequent distribution among the decedent's surviving children, who are three sons, namely Peter Lewine, born in the marriage of the decedent with John Lewine, who later is said for valid reasons to have obtained from the highest authorities a divorce from her according to what the probate court has been able to ascertain. Also two other sons, namely James Hamilton and Alexander Hamilton, the one fifteen and the other thirteen years old, who are the same illegitimate children born after the decedent's separation from the aforesaid Lewine. The above-mentioned Peter Lewine has resided and still resides in South Carolina, and according to reports is about twenty-two years old. Several years before his death, Hamilton wrote a detailed description of his family background in a letter sent to William Jackson, a close friend and Revolutionary War comrade, in response to a personal attack on his origins made by a political enemy in 1800. Its purpose was clearly to improve his reputation, but the letter nevertheless offers a concise family history. To William Jackson, New York, August 26, 1800 I think it proper to confide to your bosom the real history of it, that among my friends you may, if you please, wipe off some part of the stain which is so industriously impressed. The truth is that on the question who my parents were, I have better pretensions than most of those who in this country plume themselves on ancestry. My grandfather by the mother's side of the name Fossette was a French Huguenot, who emigrated to the West Indies in consequence of the revocation of the Edict of Nantes, or Nantes, the 1598 edict, in which King Henry IV of France had granted substantial civil rights to French Protestants, or Huguenots, and settled in the island of Nevis, and there acquired a pretty fortune. I have been assured by persons who knew him that he was a man of letters and much of a gentleman. He practiced as a physician, Whether that was his original profession, or one assumed for livelihood after his emigration, is not to me ascertained. My father, now dead, was certainly of a respectable Scotch family. His father was, and the son of his eldest brother now, is Laird of Grange. His mother was the sister of an ancient baronet, Sir Robert Pollock. Himself, being a younger son of a numerous family, was bred to trade. In capacity of merchant, he went to St. Kitts, where from too generous and too easy a temper he failed in business, and at length fell into indigent circumstances. For some time he was supported by his friends in Scotland, and for several years before his death, by me. It was his fault to have had too much pride and too large a portion of indolence, but his character was otherwise without reproach, and his manners those of a gentleman. So far I may well challenge comparison, 
but the blemish remains to be unveiled. A Dane, a fortune hunter of the name of Levine, came to Nevis bedizened with gold, and paid his addresses to my mother, then a handsome young woman having a snug fortune. In compliance with the wishes of her mother, who was captivated by the glitter of the left blank, but against her own inclination, she married Levine. The marriage was unhappy and ended in a separation by divorce. My mother afterwards went to St. Kitts, became acquainted with my father, and a marriage between them ensued, followed by many years' cohabitation and several children. But unluckily, it turned out that the divorce was not absolute but qualified, and thence the second marriage was not lawful. Hence, when my mother died, the small property which she left went to my half-brother, Mr. Levine, who lived in South Carolina, and was for a time...